Hello and welcome to Whispers in a Bottle, Grown Talk Cocktail Fridays. A show about empowering and motivating you to broaden your mind. Now, here is your host, Sonia Luray. Good afternoon, Whispers, and welcome to another fabulous episode of Whispers in a Bottle, Grown Talk Cocktail Fridays. I am your host. Sonia Larray. I'm a lifestyle relationship counselor, fashion psychologist, educator, and motivational speaker. Oh my goodness, whisperers. I'm so happy and to be in here in our safe zone. And I hope you guys have really had a great week because I have to tell you, mine has been truly a little hectic, but it's been very productive. And I just can't believe, like, we're right here at our season finale. I mean, this has been such a great season, great episodes, awesome discussions. Your feedback has been, like, blowing me away. So I just so appreciate it. So you know I had to serve you guys this last discussion that is going to be just everything. So don't forget, you can call in and ask your questions in regards to uh, today's discussion at 516-595-8091. Again, that's 516-595-8091. And you know, Blog Talk Radio, yes, they always have our back with the live chat box. Let me tell you something. If you got questions or you have a comment in there that you want me to see or you want me to reiterate something, drop it in that chat box because I monitor a great chat box, which I love to do. You know, it just it brings me a lot of joy. <laughs> and, you know, whispers, I love that today's cocktail mocktail, it's a little whimsy to it, you know, a lot of uh, grown-up whimsy at that. And if you didn't get the featured cocktail or mocktail of the episode, I'm sorry. You guys are truly missing out. And so I'm going to tell you that you have got to get on our email for the newsletter because it is so good. And the things that are going to be coming through, special invitations that are coming through now, you're going to want to be there because it's going to be some good stuff. So don't forget, there's always a live link that's in the description box. Click on the link, subscribe. Then on top of it, help us build our community. Share the link out with someone who needs to be a part of our community. Okay, so listen, are you ready to get into today's discussion? Ooh, I hope you guys are because guess what? The best is saved for the last, and it's how to reignite romance in our relationships. Now, you can't tell me that didn't just excite you a little bit. You know, I love to start all of our discussions with a clear meaning or definition. So this isn't going to be any different. We're going to get the meaning or the understanding of reignite. <laughs> it means to cause to burn again. Okay, wait a minute. Let me give that to you again. Reignite. To cause to burn again. So whispers, I have to tell you, I love the meaning of this word. I really did. When I was like thinking about it, what did I want to bring out in this discussion? This word by far popped out to me. And I guess some of you were like, why? Well, it's because it means that you have to be active 
to cause it to recatch or to start to burn again. Uh, you know, I don't know if any of you all are campers or have been camping or have ever watched that uh, that show, Naked and Afraid. And you know how hard it is to start a fire and how hard you have to work if you don't have flint or anything like that to start a fire. It takes vigor. It takes action on your part. So, you know, romance is an essential ingredient any healthy relationship, but over time, it's true, it's common for the flames to die down or maybe sometimes even kind of come to like a a snuff, you know. And the daily grind, the stress, the responsibilities of life can take a toll on passion. It can take a toll on anyone. And between partners and before you know it, you find yourselves feeling maybe disconnected or a little distant from each other, or maybe you're strangers in the night or passing passing ships. Mm, We don't want that. So when a relationship begins to show signs of strain, those little cracks that once were manageable now become major pressure points. So, you know, I always tell you guys, like, if you think about it, where we're really really trying to come in and shore up our relationships or shore up a foundation, there may be hairline cracks that need to be filled in and placed where it can be secured and it can be shored up again. Well, it's the same thing that's in our relationships. We have to be willing to do the necessary and the mandatory upkeep on those relationships. Sometimes I use the illustration of gardening because a lot of people garden and, you know, it's now coming into the spring and everybody's ready for their gardens to look so pretty, the flowers to come out, but it requires you to take up maintenance on it. You may have to go out there and prune a few little weeds, cut back things. Um, Maybe you have to put some mulch down. You know, you can tell I'm not really a gardener, but I do know the essence of what it takes. So even though these stress fractures are uh, prevalent or that garden can be overthrought with weeds, there's no need to become, you know, full of doom and gloom. Oh, my garden's never going to be beautiful. You know, my relationship is, oh, no, it's no need for that. We're going to put a pin in that, okay? Because there's no need for that because we have been working all season five on building our relationship. So now we're going to work on that reigniting, that flame, that passion. Ooh. Now you got to tell me that didn't feel like a little breeze came through your heart for a second there. It did. If it didn't, keep on listening. Lean in a little closer to me. So let's get into a few of the signs that a relationship is losing its spark. And I want to tell you that at times, and I see this with a lot of clients and individuals that I speak with, that at some point in time it takes place, right? And maybe they don't even notice that it's happening at first. Because, see, that's how subtle things happen. You may not even be aware of it, and even your mate not, may not even be aware that you guys are kind of, the flame is kind of start to 
extinguished and it's starting to get a little dim there. But see, when you want to keep a flame burning or if you have a fireplace, you know that you have to put another log on to keep that fire burning and to keep it going so it stays warm and it stays hot and it gets to roar a little bit. So let's uncover a couple of the signs. And now some of these signs you may have, you may have maybe one, you may have two, but if you're noticing that you have any of them, make sure that you take notice and write it down because then we're going to work on it. You know, I always tell you, we've got to have an action plan. And we've learned through all of our discussions even that when we're fixing things, it requires an action plan. But we first have to diagnose the problem. So let's look at it. First and foremost, your sex life is um, virtually non-existent. It's just not there. It could be like every now and again or every whenever possible, maybe not. The second sign could be that saying I love you is sparse, a few in between. Where before, you know, you might have told your mate that you love them or, oh, hon, be careful going out, I love you. Or she might have just told you she loves you or, you know, going downstairs to go and fix dinner, she may say, I love you, but now you don't hear it as often. You stop going on dates or doing things together. And now, a lot of times when I say that, people think like, well, I I don't have time for dates and COVID and this, that, and But sometimes it even was those little times that you were just sitting on a sofa and you guys had your show or certain little elements that you did together. Or maybe it was that you folded towels together and just kind of laughed and talked together. Or you would meet in the kitchen and sit on the counter and have a scoop of ice cream together or something. But it was something that you did and something that was in place in your relationship that is no longer there. Or maybe you both let yourselves go. Like you don't even recognize yourself right now. You look in the mirror and you're like, who in the world is this? You know, well, wait a minute. And you may even look at your mate like, wait a minute, (laughs) I don't remember you looking like that. (laughs) And they may say the same to you. (laughs) It could be even that you're lacking in physical touch. And you could just be kind of like, you know, where before, if you was cooking, he'd come in and maybe smack you on the bottom or, you know, just kiss you on your neck or something. But that was that physical touch that you all had or even just that little glance or brush by each other or something. But now that's not there. Or maybe you even go to bed now without even saying goodnight. Or you don't even know when the other person went to sleep. Or you don't see them or you got two different schedules. You go to bed and lo and behold, when you get up, that you don't see them even when you get up. See, these are little areas that maybe... You haven't noticed, but it's there. Those are telltale signs. And so many times people are like, I'm just so exhausted. I just got to go to bed. But if you got to go to bed and you're still not doing any of these things, you're telling your husband or your wife or your mate or your partner or that love, trusted one, however you address that person that you're with, look, I love you. I got to go to bed. I'm so tired. I must go read my eyelids. That's what I tell my mate. I got to go read my eyelids for the night. I'm so sorry. Good night. <laughs> and he's like, go on. I'll see you later. And usually I hug and a kiss. And, you know, it's on. I'm like, oh, my goodness. But see, I, I didn't neglect. 
saying goodnight and tapping in. And see, that's what you have to be mindful of. Are you even no longer celebrate your milestones together? Maybe those anniversaries, birthdays, or whatever it is that you celebrate it together. You don't even notice that or even it comes to mind. Or you miss it. Now, look, if, now, if you're like a person like me that just doesn't keep up with dates, that, that, no harm, no foul. It's not that you forgot. You just don't remember the date. But if it means that you're no longer, like it doesn't come up, it doesn't even seem to be anything, that is the problem. But when you're reminded that it's coming up and you're like, oh, and you get yourself pulled together and you're like, oh, I got to think of something or do something because you want to make sure that that person is celebrated in that milestone, that's a different factor there. There are so many little things that we may not even be aware of. But do you hear these signs? Some of the signs are funny. Some of them are real deep, but they're true. Or maybe you don't spend time talking to each other, but you talk at each other. Ooh, that, now that's a big one right there. That is a big one. Where before you used to spend time speaking and talking and pouring into each other constantly. And now you're having a hard time in doing it. You just talk at each other. You just, did, did I tell you, didn't I say, well, I don't know. Well, that's just not talking to each other. That's just gruffing. There's no love language there. There's surely nothing that brings up a spark in your heart that makes you want to walk over and kiss the person. These are the things we're going to be tapping into today. Or maybe, you know, you don't text each other. Maybe it used to be that you used to text each other just to say, hey, I was thinking of you. Because maybe you, your husband's out of the house working or your wife is out of the house working or, or you guys are, are just on the go constantly and you just used to tap in with each other just to see that little bubble come up on the phone and be like, ooh, I'm getting ready to get a text from you. <laughs> but now it's like, if I text you, I text you. If I don't, I don't. But you see how, like, cold this feels? I made sure that when I went through this list, I wanted to take down the energy when I was going through it because I wanted to show you all how it feels when it starts to fade it starts to be so like simple and just like glazed over and that's why I did it that way I I gave it to you in such a way that didn't have the enthusiasm in my voice that I normally speak with because I wanted you to feel each of those components and each of those things that could be missing inside of your relationship so it could drive home the point. And if you missed it, come back and listen to it because that was at that 315 marker. It's just before that that I gave you all these different elements that can show that there is a point and sign that your relationship is fizzling. Not sizzling, but fizzling. Just fizzled out. Have you ever, like, left a can of soda, you opened it up, and I'm not a soda drinker, but every so often, like, I'll make a cocktail and I'll use a little bit of ginger ale or something, and I'll pour it, but then I, I don't go back to it because I'm not a soda drinker, and it's flat because it's lost all its fizz. 
it's the same thing in your relationship. That if all these little factors are here, all these little stressors are here, that is making your relationship flat. See, these are just a few of the red flags, and some of you can even identify more than those that I even stated. You may even have some other ones that came to mind when you heard all these. And whisperers, a lot of times these signs are so subtle that you can miss them and you can keep blowing by them, and then next thing you know you have a bigger problem than you really realize. You're really trying to fight uphill and you're trying to stack up logs and burn everything you can possibly find to get it ignited again because it's extinguished. And now you're looking at each other and trying to figure out well, what, where are, what are we doing? So see, this is why this discussion had to be our last component because we needed to build on this component. See, Whisperers, one of the primary benefits of reigniting romance in your relationship is that it strengthens the emotional bond between you and your partner. It reminds you of the love. Ooh, now listen carefully. It reminds you of the love and attraction you have for one another and it helps to reinforce the foundation of your relationship. Now, that's powerful right there, powerful in itself. See, romance can also bring excitement and fun back into your lives, which can make your relationship more fulfilling and enjoyable. Now, trust me. You, you want to have fun in your relationship. You want to have a good time. You want to be attracted. You want to be able to have a mate that just stimulates everything about you. You know, when you was dating that person, I guarantee you, you couldn't wait to just hear their voice. You couldn't wait to just see their face or that smile that they have. It was something that brought you joy and that really just, or maybe the curves of her lips or maybe the dimple in his chin or something that just, ooh, just really got to you like that. You know, taking steps to reignite the romance in your relationship can have such a bountiful benefit that go beyond just feel good, just that feel-good moment. So I want to explore various benefits of, like, reigniting the romance and kind of bringing things back into the relationship. But, you know, before we really get into the discussion, and understanding how and why we need to reignite the romance. Let's take a quick commercial break so we can really kind of lean into this conversation this afternoon. La Paz Image Consultants is your full-service international luxury agency working with clients from the inside out. If you're ready to ignite your passion, tap into your signature style, build on your relationships, 
then you need to book your consultation today at www.lapazimageconsultants.com. Lapaz Image Consultants, where everything is fabulous. Welcome back, everyone. So before the break, I stated that we needed to explore various benefits of reigniting this romance in our relationships. So, you know, I come fully equipped uh, with all the little tools, the tricks and different little things that you could try, you know, and I just want you to come in with an open heart and open mind. Because that's the first thing that you have to do when you're thinking about even reigniting your relationships. You have to keep an open heart and an open mind. So let's now talk about the benefits. (laughs) Everybody loves benefits, trust me. So first and foremost, it's going to, it improves your emotional connection. So reigniting the romance in your relationship can help you and your partner feel more emotionally connected with each other. And when you engage in romantic activities together, you create positive memories that can be shared and reflected on in the future. So a lot of times when you're doing this, right, Even like how I brought up, like when you started dating or when you were dating or maybe when you got married or whatever the situation was, or maybe like even four years ago, maybe you took this awesome vacation, but it sparks this beautiful memory. Somewhere in a place, space, and time, you have a capsule of a memory that brings you back to a moment. It could have been the first time you kissed each other. It could have been the first time that you ever said, I love you. Or maybe the dinner that was just the dinner of all dinners, like cooked dinner, got a little slow music going, a little atmosphere. It could be something just to spark that memory. And when you improve that connection, that emotional connection. See, a lot of times people don't even realize how deep emotional connections are. And even when there's a relationship or maybe you had a mate that didn't physically cheat on their partner, but they was emotionally connected to someone else, and that other mate feels like, oh, you just stabbed them in the heart. Because, see, emotional connections are so deep and draw people so close into our inner soul. I always say it's the secret place that no one else gets to go to. See, your mate knows something so deep about you that no one else knows. Not even your mother or your father, your grandmother, your uncles, your aunts, your cousins, nobody but your mate knows that secret place in your heart. And they know what taps into that space and place. So that emotional connection is, ooh, powerful. See, this can help deepen your bond and improve your overall relationship and the satisfaction in your relationship, which will allow you to reinforce the major keys of all keys, which is what? Communication. 
It allows you to share your feelings with your partners and let them know what you need, what they need, how they feel, and it connects in a deeper bond, emotional connection. So that's the benefit. That's the first benefit. The second one is that it boosts physical intimacy. Oh, yeah. See, when you reignite the romance in your relationship, you also increase the likelihood of physical intimacy. And this can help improve your sexual relationship with your mate, which is actually an essential component of a healthy and happy relationship. Because no relationship without physical touch, no emotional uh, connection on that physical way can really last. That you're married to someone and you're like two strangers or roommates, you don't do anything together, you don't kiss each other, you don't hold each other, you don't hug each other. What do you have? You just have a roommate. Well, if that's what you wanted to marry is a roommate, hmm, you need to reexamine that. Because, see, Physical intimacy can also help release hormones that promote feelings of attachment with a person. And you know, I always tell you about that oxytocin, which can help strengthen your bond. See, by boosting the physical intimacy, it also allows us to show affection to each other, small gestures of that affection. And it doesn't have to always be in a sexual kind of way, a connotation or anything in that way. It could be just simply that you even how you hold your mate's hand or maybe how you just touch, put your hand on the small of their back or how you touch their face. Or it could be just how you give them a kiss or maybe just how you just kind of look at them when they're talking to you. And it's that connection that that really just draws you in. Or maybe it's just the simple fact of you cuddling with each other, sitting on a sofa, just having your arm around your your wife. Or, you know, maybe because I, I know a good friend of mine, he calls his wife his girl. Oh, that's my girl. Oh, I love her. <laughs> and I think it's cute. And it's great. And they have that connection. And it builds a bond and a strengthening to it. See, it can go a long way in really igniting those flames when you think about the boost in that physical intimacy. So don't underestimate the power of physical touch, whispers. There is power in it. Have you ever been out or been at an event and your mate just happened to walk by and just glide their hand on your arm and it just kind of gave you like goosebumps. It's because of that attraction that was there. And it just was that moment that you two shared. See, that's how powerful this is. Then on top of it, let me tell you the next benefit. Let me move you into the next one, which we all need a little bit of. It reduces stress. Oh, yes, that, that, that should be very, like, that should be like ding, ding, ding for all of you. Every last one of us. They'll be like, yes, thank you. 
So literally engaging in romantic activities with your partner can help reduce your stress levels. Have you ever just had like one of those days? Let me just tell you. And it just seems like when you get home and you see your mate, everything that was wrong that could be wrong and everything that was stressful, it's like, I don't know, it just goes out of your feet or out the top of your head because that person brings that solace there to you or that calm to you and it's, it's that place, that sanctuary inside there with them. And they'd be like, well, how was your day? And you're like, this is the best part of my day right here. Because sometimes that's what it is. It's the best part of our day when we get to come in and see the person that we love, their face, their expression, the way they look at us, and how we look at them. And it's that exchange that we give to each other. Spending quality time together can help you both relax and unwind, which can have a positive impact on your mental health. So you got to plan some time together. Set aside time for just the two of you to spend time together, whether it's at night or Maybe you get a night out that you get to go out on the town and just chill and relax with each other. Or maybe it's at night that you're chilling and those little people have gone down for the night and you've stashed a little chocolate and a great wine or, or just something that is for you and your partner, your person. And you get to just kind of sit and just be with each other. Just be. Have you ever had a moment where you just got to sit there and you and your mate, you never even said anything, but you two was just sitting there, leaned up against each other, and it was like the best night in the world? (laughs) If you all have never experienced that, I want you to try it because it is awesome. And you two just kind of chill and relax, and it's just like, oh, it's that moment. And it means that you're really making an effort. See, when we do things like that, it shows our mates and our partners and our significant others that we value what we have with them and that we love them from a deeper space and place of our heart. And it's something very natural when this takes place. There's no like forethought. It's nothing that you got to be so struggling with. And if you're struggling with it, that really means that you have to tap in to a deeper essence and a deeper space in that place. And I have clients that come in and they struggle in this area and they don't really know what is happening or, or why and this, that, and the other. Well, because guess what? You haven't really had the time nor did you take the time to really talk to each other to see what was missing or what that person needed to really feel that romantic connection. See, Whisperers, I have to tell you this, and this is something that is fun. I know my husband and I have tried a few things from, like, pottery 
we've done dance classes, we've had we've gone to tastings um, a few times, we've even done some fine tasting at different restaurants, and we have a blast with each of them, and even challenge each other to step out of our own comfort zone, and I have to tell you, it's a lot of fun. But it also brings that romance and ignites certain things. And even, like, my husband loves music, and he's a great photographer and how his eye sees certain things that I don't see. And when he shares these things or he shares a photograph or whatever with me or maybe he hears something in music, oh, did you hear this or this, that, because we love music and all. We have that connection on a deeper level with each other to be willing to do something out of your norms. And trust me, we've done things out of our norms because neither one of us, I would never say that we are pottery people, but we did try it. (laughs) And we made a real nice piece and we had fun with it. Did we go back again? No. (laughs) But we at least tried it and we had fun. Would we try it again? Probably. Definitely. But there's things that we put into place and different things that we do, even restaurants and different things. And this this is like our fun. Trying to think of fun things to do, even through the pandemic, making sure that we did certain things. I had Zoom parties even. <laughs> we got dressed up, put balloons in the house, everything. <laughs> Just doing something. And I'm always so grateful that he's willing to kind of walk with me and do these things, too, because, you know, it's not easy. But when you love a person, you're willing to extend yourself even a little bit more so that romantic flame can still keep burning. And is it easy? By far not. We're parents. We got a busy bee, a challenging little one, but she's awesome and she's creative and she does her little thing, but it means that we have to keep on trying to do our thing too. And we have to try to be mindful of things that we want for each other, making each other a priority. So that is something you must start to incorporate, making each other a priority, making your romance a priority. And if you started to slack off or fall off, then guess what? It's time to challenge yourself. It's time to really start thinking of creative ways. And at first you may may look at you like, what in the world? Where are you coming from? But then they'll get into it, too, and they'll start. And then, lo and behold, you guys are doing things, and all of a sudden you're dancing around the living room with a little music on. Hey, having a good time with each other, remembering why we entered this marriage, remembering why we have this partnership and what this love really feels like. See, It requires of you to take time to invest in each other. 
Remember what sparked your fire when you were dating. You might be older, a little wiser, a little thicker. You might have a little less hair. But guess what? You have that person for your mate. And for your mate, you're their person as well. So you guys are together doing this dance. And it means that there's more love to build on. There's more affection to step up to. And when you realize that it's so much more in abundance, you can start realizing and visualizing and doing. Maybe you're not one that really cooks. And, and fellas, some of you all are guilty that, no, you look, I'll just do good just to boil water, they tell me. Then there's some ladies out here that are like, you know, I can't cook. I'm grateful he can because I can't. I burn everything that I cook. But what if you came in that kitchen one night and you had a little bit of music on and you was like, look, I'm going to be your sous chef tonight. They'd be like, what? <laughs> yeah, I'm going to be your sous chef tonight. I'm your sexy sous chef at that. <laughs> and you guys have a little fun and you learn a little bit and, you know, is this how you chop this up? No, that's not how you do it. Let me show you real quick. And they kind of reach around and start helping you doing things. Do you know how romantic that is? how fun that will be for you? Or maybe your mate is into tinkering around the house or doing certain things and lo and behold, you come and you decide like you're going to just sit and, you know, well, what is this? And, you know, can I help? Could I, could I just help you with something? And they may say, no, you're too pretty. Sit there. And he's like, oh, okay, let me sit here and look cute for you. Hold on a second. Let me, let me cross my leg for you. Do something to just bring that little feeling in there. See, it's it's playful things that reignite romance. I have been a relationship counselor for a while. <laughs> and I work with clients and I have a boot camp that I run and I do a little bit of everything. And a lot of times when I have this discussion during the boot camp with my couples, they forget how to be creative because they're so focused on living the life and trying to get things done and maintaining that they forget to have fun. See, romance is fun. Romance is that little thing that just kind of has such a flicker and it's flirty. And it's just that essence that catches people. And it's something that just kind of is able to float into a space and a place at any given time, if done correctly. See, when you come to a space of understanding that you have to have that open heart and you have to be devoted in your heart and giving in your heart. And when you come to that space and place, you cannot help but have the flames of romance on a constant smolder. 
And do you know what smoldering is? Do you even know what smoldering means? A slow burn, and that slow burn can be rolling for days. I mean days. But whisperers, let me tell you this. Where there is a couple that is smoldering, there's always going to be smoke, and then there's always going to come a flame. Oh, ho, ho. Don't believe me? Tap into someone that has a smolder, that their relationship is smoldering. And if you don't really get that, I need you to meditate on that one. I need you to really think hard on how that is. And if you know anything about fire and how that is and when it smolders, it could be burning and it could be it could never be any smoke showing whatsoever. And then finally when you do see smoke, guess what? Uh oh, it's on fire, it's burning everything down. But see, that's how romance is going to be. That's gonna be that smolder in your soul. It's just waiting to just kinda of just burn and build up and ooh and be shared with your partner. Look, it's important to the health and happiness of your relationship to reignite the flame of romance and take the effort and commitment. Trust me, you'll thank yourself in the long run and your mate will thank you as well. And it also is going to build on trust. Plan those date nights. Sneak away with each other. Write each other. Send flowers. Give a little pinch on the bottom. Wink at them. Flirt with them. Have you forgotten how to flirt? Maybe you need to get your flirt game back up. My flirt game is tight. Trust me. <laughs> and you got to be willing to work on that. You still want to make your, your mate kind of feel like, oh, wow, I remember why I married you now. <laughs> You want that kind of reaction. You know, I have to tell you, amazing whispers. This season, I've really enjoyed pouring into and building on relationships and being able to come in here and just throw the curtains open. And I love, and I have to stress, I love helping you to nurture and rekindle the feelings and emotions of true pleasure with your mate. And I love even that we took on some deep topics on pain and forgiveness and infidelity. But see, all those things that we are working on and we're pushing on and we're moving that meter towards in our relationship should lead us right here to the point where we're ready to reignite that passion. Whispers, if you're not excited right now and you don't think like after this show, I'm going to do something great for my mate. Wait till he gets home. Wait till she, wait till I see her, him, it, whatever. Then guess what? I'm going to need you to come back and listen to the replay. I'm going to need you to listen to it until it starts to make you feel like I'm ready. And I'm ready to do the work. 
And maybe it's that particular song for you and your mate that you got to go put on. And when they come in and all of a sudden they hear the song and you like got your arms open and you just ready to dance with them, they're just like, what? And you just start dancing and just whispering in their ear. It's all that. It's all these beautiful elements. Romance is not dead. Romance is not a waste of time. Romance is longevity of your relationship. So remember that, Whispers. Come back, listen to this episode. Share this episode with your mate. Tell them this is what I want. I want to reignite. I want to kindle. I want to smolder. I want to burn. Baby, I want you. However you got to put it, however you talk, whatever your swag is, do it. But don't forget, do it with an honest heart, an open heart, and a receiving heart. You know, Whispers, I can't believe that We're about to go on spring break, and I have to tell you guys, I'm always excited, like we're doing great things in here and putting things together. Um, We love the poll that's coming in. You guys are, like, telling us and picking your season for next season, which is exciting. So don't forget um, to keep on. This is probably uh, your last week coming up that you'll be able to you know, determine which season that we have. So make sure you do that because don't forget we're on spring break, uh, April 3rd through April the 14th. And make sure that you uh, pick the theme, but also, you know, I want you to remember that it's uh, prospering to purpose is the first one or B, being more feminine while still remaining a strong and independent woman. That's your two choices there. And um, so please remember that when we come back on April the 21st, which is Friday, April 21st, that actually is going to be our celebration show. This is where, Whisperers, I need you to show up and show out. Because I want to hear from you. I want to hear what you love about the show, how you feel about it, how you feel about me even, what things you want us to bring forward even, and just to celebrate our 100th episode. Oh, I'm so excited. I can't begin to tell you. I'm really excited over it. So make sure we're going to pop some bottles together so you know we're going to turn up. We're going to have a good time. And uh, guess what? The mocktail cocktail of that hour will be bottles popping, <laughs> just so that you guys know. So your girl is going to come in here ready. And uh, don't forget to follow me over on all of our social media platforms. I'm on Instagram at whispersinabottle underscore podcast, or you can find me on our parent company, of course, La Paz, which is La Paz Imaging, L-A-P-A-Z. I-M-A-G-E-I-N-G. I'm doing some dynamic things over there as well. It's all a part of Whispers in a Bottle. Where This is everything that we birth inside of La Paz. It all trickles down into Whispers in a Bottle as well. Come be a part of our Facebook group at Whisper in a Bottle, as well as our Twitter 
We are at uh, Whispers, capital W-H-I-S-P-E-R-S, capital B-O-T-T-L-E. And if you know someone that should be part of our community, don't forget to share our show with them and tell them to join our fabulous newsletter because we have some things that we're going to be turning out um, in the new season, season six, that we really want you whispers to take um, advantage of and be a part of. So make sure that you let them know. And don't forget, we'll be back Friday, April the 21st at 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, giving the best celebration. You know, it's going to be good. So, mejentes, let's go. You know, we're going to do this. It's going to be good. So listen, everybody. I am your host. I'm Sonia LaRae, lifestyle relationship counselor, fashion psychologist, educator, and motivational speaker, wishing you guys a great weekend, a fabulous spring break, and I'll see you guys April 21st at 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. All right, guys, be safe. You have been listening to Whispers in a Bottle Grown Talk Cocktail Fridays with your host, Sonia Lorray, lifestyle relationship counselor, fashion psychologist, educator, and motivational speaker. Please make sure that you review our show. Like, share, and make sure you come back next Friday, 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time at www.blogtalkradio.com slash whispers in a bottle. Have a great weekend. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.